Hi everyone, I'm Nerd Bummer. And I'm Tactic, and we're two of the hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our podcast started as a way for three best friends to keep in touch and discuss their nerdy hobbies like movies, gaming, tech, and more. Since then, we've grown into a great community. Every Wednesday, we chat about the latest nerdy news before getting hands-on with our weekly nerdy adventures. And don't forget our high-stakes trivia game. Come join the fun at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com and every major podcast platform. And now, back to Collateral Cinema. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Megan Price. And this is Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters. We focus on bum bum, good movies, bum bum, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas. And yes, my friends, we are a 420 friendly podcast. So whatever you have, bongs, dun dun, blunts. Dun dun. Delta eight. <laughs> hey, Jane, give me off this crazy thing called a podcast. <laughs> yes, that was amazing, dude. Like, damn. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm that, was, that was impressive. This poem sucks. Oh, oh, oh. Keep going. Keep going. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> But welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back here in the uh, Collateral Media Studios. And today we have Megan Price, previous guest host of the podcast. Thank you so much for having me back. I didn't think y'all ever would. So <laughs> that's cool. Well, we are glad to have you back. <laughs> I mean, and the last episode was a lot of fun. It was uh, The Princess Bride. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a great episode. <laughs> great yeah, movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> bump, 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 bump. <laughs> what are the? Oh no! See the little like trombone motion. See, or whatever. see the, these two right here both have goddamn menthol cigarettes. They're smoking. I don't smoke menthols. This is just a regular. This is just a regular. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. So those are his. And I'm actually just a smoker. Ash is doing this for the episode. Oh, so. I don't okay. even actually smoke cigarettes. Yeah. But you know, this this is for the episode. This is what I do for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You give yourself lung cancer. But, yes. you know, ever since we did The Princess Bride, for some reason, The Princess Bride and uh, and So I Married an Axe Murder have always kind of felt like companion pieces to me just because of my own childhood and my own experience with them. You know, when I think of one, I think of the other. So, like, one of the things that I thought, like, whenever we did the episode was with you was, man, So I Married an Axe Murder would be great. And so I just kind of kept that on the back burner. And then eventually this season, so... You know, naturally, I was like, yeah, let's have Megan on this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked to be back. And I kind of see, like, why those two would go hand in hand. Uh, so I Married an Axe Murder is, like, really special to me, mostly because of my brother. Shout out, Bub, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, that it's, he quoted it my whole life, and so it always stuck with me. 
they're both so quotable. I think that's what it is. Yeah. They're movies I watched in my childhood that came out even kind of before my childhood. And but they always the you know, they were just so quotable and, and like I could like recite the entire movie practically. You know, and so there's just so many different lines in this movie that just stick with you to this day. Like, oh, I hated the colonel and his wee beady <laughs> eyes and that smug look on his face. Like, oh, you're going to buy my chicken, aren't you? Oh, my Lord. Man, you, you really see the origin of a lot of Mike Myers typical, you know, uh, characters and his humor here. I mean, that's something that really struck me, like from the first moment that I watched this. Almost it's, like a pilgrimage. It, it is. Yeah. I mean, th this is like it's after he did Wayne's World, mm -hmm. and it's before he did way but before he did Austin before Powers. Before Austin Powers. Way yeah. before Austin Powers. I mean, and also you know way before Shrek. I mean, this is the first time that we hear the Shrek voice, really, right? Right. And I did a little bit of background because I was like, you know, I thought, you know, is he Scottish? He's not Scottish. He's he was he was born in in the states. His parents are from uh, are from Britain. They're they're British immigrants. But I think I did read somewhere that his dad actually was Scottish or something. So so I this know. movie's racist, is what you're saying? Oh, very much so. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I think Mike Myers apparently just has a really good Scottish accent because he had a lot of Scottish people in his life growing up. And yeah, yeah, and, and apparently, I mean, that was some of his. SNL work as well. He it's probably an character. SNL thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it, it. This feels very SNL here, even even if it's not really, you know, related to SNL. Well, it and so many people don't realize how many good movies came from SNL skits. There was a lot. And I'm not talking yeah. about the obvious Night at the Roxbury, but like Strangers with Candy. Yeah, Strangers like, with oh Candy is God. amazing. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. It's brilliant. Yeah, I honestly I haven't fucking thought about that series in a long time. Damn. But anyways, I mean, oh no, not this scene. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a montage in this movie that is at a butcher's shop and there is just meat everywhere and so it's Bo's wet dream. No, <laughs> no, this is a nightmare. This is a horrifying nightmare. I I, I feel like I must There's run the away. Yeah, the, the, there's a fucking <laughs> just splits the goat head in half. What the fuck, man? Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. So the movie is not vegan friendly, but other than that, Bo, you didn't actually grow up with this like like Megan and I did. I mean, just that this is a you know well, you first see, imp first impressions type of thing. Yeah, I you. mean, as far as like a '90s movie, I mean, I totally get it. It's very much of its time. I mean, even if you kind of look at certain scenarios here, like like for instance, that big studio apartment that this oh my god right owns. I'm, I mean, in this economy, come no, on, no, in this economy without rent <laughs> control, you're that's like thousands of dollars. Seriously, but, but it's it, it, like last <laughs> night we were bringing that up. It's like I bet you her rent's like what four hundred dollars a right. month. It's like I mean, shit. Yeah, so, no kidding. And uh, also on that subject. Do we know what he does for a living? Is that ever really touched upon? No, and I was just thinking the same thing in my head right as you said yeah, that. Yeah. How is he getting Does his he do anything, really? How is he, how's he getting his money? Is he an author or something? Like, I mean, what... And how does the beat poetry part play into it? But you know what? The 90s. You could literally just be an artist and exist. That's true. I mean, the in 90, a gorgeous the apartment. <laughs> yeah, the, the 90s was definitely a cultural zenith. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Oh, please. There's no still meat on this on the screen. God damn it. Oh, no, I was <laughs> I was just talking about the about the fucking the fact that they could live like that. But yeah. But yeah, this movie is very 90s. It screams the 90s. I mean, even with that just introductory shot, which I think you comments on Bo is actually like cinematic cinematographically like a great shot mm-hmm. it's 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 actually a single take tracking shot not unlike uh, what you've seen in like scorsese movies they do that a few times wow. they do it for a I didn't few times that. actually yeah i mean and, and uh, you have that perspective with the the uh, cappuccino yeah oh my it. god like i mean every it's so intrinsically 90s as well i mean you look at that coffee shop you look at everybody there it's like man well, i thought i ordered the large cappuccino right well and that's Hello. what i love about it is that they do this like whole beautiful opening scene and they end it with a zinger yeah, like right? that's so perfectly mike myers yeah I, I i like how they obscured him with the coffee cup and then they give it to him and then he's like i thought that i ordered the <laughs> large it's like I, and yeah, that coffee is a fucking, it is literally a bowl of fucking coffee and cream. Like it's, it's like the fruits of the devil. <laughs> I was about to it's say like, hello. I, it, it, it's like that that goddamn coffee cup is like, I, I was expecting him to start uh, eating it like soup, man, with a fucking spoon. Right. It's like, Jesus Christ. And then we open up, you know, to uh, just him starting off uh, uh, doing his slam poetry routine. You know, woman, whoa, man. Whoa, man. And, um, you know, just just you see all the little the flames from his past, you know, the last couple girls that he's blowing the candles out for. And, you know, you kind of get a lot of exposition dumped into onto you, but it's done in a clever way, so to speak, you know. Yeah. But I mean, let's also note how he can get away with trashing his fucking exes in a fucking beat poetry. That is exactly what I was about to say. That would not happen today. No, no, not, it would not go over well. It'd be like this fucking guy. No, I mean, that's, that's pretty much like the sort of stuff you go on Reddit sub on certain subreddits that are like cautionary and everything, you know, like creepy PMs or something like that. It's kind of almost that kind of. Right, right. right? Some incel shit. It's a little incel. Yeah. You know, in perspective, yeah, but, like, when I watch it, I guess my mind just doesn't think about it that way because, like, I've just always accepted that scene from when I was younger, but you're totally right, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as as a leading man, though, Mike Myers, I don't know if he really has what it takes to really stand up to that, just being Mike Myers, you know? Like, like and he's not necessarily playing a character, like, in... Uh, in Austin Powers or anything like that. He's no. just... He's actually just himself. Right, no accent. Right. Yeah, no accent. And, yeah. Well, and hear me out, but imagine, like, going to a show that, you know, your new boyfriend's like, hey, come watch my, you know, my poetry. And you show up and it's that shit. Yeah, that's a huge red flag, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be like, mm, I'm out. Yeah, that would be kind of, you know, and what's funny is I actually cringe a little bit at the end because in context, him like writing a song about her sister that's in jail and then about her like right in front of her is kind of weird. That's very weird. That part actually has always bugged me a little bit. using (laughs) actual photographs of this woman, it's like, that's really Uh creepy. It's like, what the hell, man? But we're not here to question it, right? Because, you know, it's the 90s, bro. Uh, That's true. It was the 90s. (laughs) It's the 90s, bro. The 90s, bro. And and this movie is just very 90s. And there are a few parts that don't age as well, but um, it it just kind of exudes this charm. And, and, you know, you you kind of laugh at it for what it is. Yeah, I won't lie that there is a little bit of an underlying charm to it that, you know... 
it, it, it makes it very watchable, and I can totally see why this became a cult classic. I mean, it, it, apparently, it wasn't very well neg. I mean, ugh, it wasn't very well negatively received. Great job, Ash. <laughs> it was. It wasn't very well received at at the box office, but you know, and apparently, commercially, didn't do very well either. But later ended up kind of achieving this cult classic status, not unlike the Princess Bride. Well, thank God in the '90s there were people like us, because uh-huh. '90s, am I right? Because e- '90s, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you've got. We were kind of talking about it earlier. It's a, it's a black romantic comedy or romantic black comedy. So it's technically a romantic comedy, but for me, it's it's not a rom com. It in a lot of ways, I think you brought it up. Uh, it kind of subverts some of those. There is some tropes. subversions of certain tropes here. You I know? think like, it depends on why you're watching it. Yeah, true. Yeah, very true. That's the direction it'll take. Yeah, exactly. Like, like for instance, I mean, I can't help but take the creepy angle at it, and honestly, it just puts the movie in an entirely different context to me. It puts the movie in an entirely different context to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we're here at this studio apartment now, you know, which it's like, I don't know. I mean, this scene is so weird for me because, I mean, I, I, I mean, this, tor- this sort of relationship <laughs> doesn't compute for me, you know? Since I'm, <laughs> oh, because you're I'm, asexual. I'm, I'm demi-ace, you know? Demi-ace. So, I mean... This is kind of hard for me to watch a little bit because I get just this. Like, He's like, man, I don't want to rush into this, and then she's just like, you know, if we kiss in the bedroom. That's the part I always rush into, and <laughs> I don't want to. I don't think it's a good idea to rush into spending the night together. Well, then she's like, I think we should spend the and night. She's together. like, let's fuck. He's like, okay, <laughs> I have no yeah, problem that, with that. That. <laughs> that. that right there is just eh, got it. To me. Yeah, and but. that that I could yeah, that, I'd be the same way. <laughs> well, and you know, I don't know, as someone who is not demi yeah. or asexual, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I look at this and I'm like, man, I've totally been there before. And there's, like, a certain amount of shame attached to it. Like, oh, you're not supposed to fuck on the first date. Yeah. And, I mean, and then you watch this and it's, like, it's it's more normal than people, yeah. Hey, you know? don't, don't get me wrong. If you if you want to fuck on the first date, whatever. That's right, right. right. But it's so no, weird, no too, because, because we're indoctrinated, yeah. you know, into thinking, like, that's just bad and it kills your value and any chances of a relationship. And yeah. that's actually not true. It's very much a cultural thing uh-huh. here in yeah. America. No, it's, yeah. it's not true at all. It's an no. individual thing. If you like casual sex, have casual sex. If well, well or if it's not casual, if it ends up not being casual, but there's nothing it's okay like, that you fucked on the first date. I mean, that's happened for me more often than not in my relationship, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like the rest is history. Well, yeah. you also have to remember the context of the 90s themselves, you know? This the was 90s. When, this was the when, 90s. you know, a lot of this stuff was starting to kind of bubble up right. to the top, you know? When, when In regards to sexuality, in regards to, you know the uh, presence of the LGBT community, you know, I mean, that started to become more and more prevalent around this time. And I think that this movie kind of reflects that in many ways. Well, at the very beginning scene, the uh, the guy that's doing slam poetry up on the stage before Mike Myers' character, uh, the dude with the red curly hair, yeah. I mean, he's obviously portrayed as a homosexual Obviously. You know, and I mean, he was one of the first, I mean, one of the first lines in the movie. So there's that. And it's yeah. not turned into like a joke or anything. He's just there, you know? No, but I mean, it is really funny. It but is. But it would it have is. been funny regardless of the character's sexuality. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Ah! Ah! We're at the scene at the, the, the shower. You know, that's funny because like, I think, I feel like that's exactly how I would respond to. Just, ah! <laughs> just like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> I like how he like holds the door open for a few seconds. <laughs> and th- th- that's Amanda Plummer in the in the shower, right? Yeah, yes. Amanda yeah, that's Amanda Plummer. Yeah, she does a good job in this. No, Amanda Wait, Plummer no, is yeah, her right yeah, here. Yeah, we're no. we're wrong. No, 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 it's Nancy Travis that's up in right. the. Uh, no, in the no, that was that was that was her. That was, that was her, Rose. her other friend. That was. What? Wait, no, I'm Nancy, confused. Now. Nancy Travis oh, is the love shit. interest, Bo. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused now. Okay. Yeah, that is Amanda, Amanda Plummer. Plummer is her sister. Right. And it is the so same person we were wrong the, the first so wait, time. Who's, we who's, were... in the, who's in the shower? Amanda no, Plummer. that no. Oh my I'm, god. Okay. I'm so confused. No, no, no. no. Now. That's her. It just it cuts to oh, after okay. the shower. Okay. Yeah. It, and him coming downstairs and being like, "Oh shit, my oh, bad." That's that's very confusing <laughs> that in context. I don't know how that edit makes sense. Honestly, maybe maybe it's just kind of a bad edit. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I've always just watched this movie for what it is. And like the edits are just a part of it. And I love, you know, like, like the wipe effects, you know, just kind of brings back Star Wars. And when, when you really think about it, but <laughs> yeah, they do kind of, you know, and honestly, I mean, all the women in this movie are really awesome. I yeah. think, you know, they mm-hmm. you know, we, we even meet Ralph and that's actually a real funny scene is like, wait, Ralph, you're Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she just like, Grabs his butt like <laughs> grabs his butt like like it's nothing. It's like he's like sure, this is right here. Okay, <laughs> and then yeah, G drops uh, he drops his his towel and she's like, okay, yeah, this is happening. You're naked. <laughs> it's 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 kind of it's kind of charming in a way. Kind of kind of yeah, you know. No, no, it is, and it, it's actually kind of funny because uh, Mike Myers and Nancy Travis actually have a all things considered a healthy relationship besides the overarching issue <laughs> well, that issue is mostly with uh, myers's character you know his yeah. own insecurities really feel but he's his, right right he is mostly right it's like the one time the guy that's totally insecure and always looks for things in relationships that aren't there like he's finally right he's, yeah yeah once again that's a subversion of one of those rom-com tropes right right, right. she doesn't yeah. smell like soup he you know there's just a serial killer on the loose and that's it all a, adds up that's a funny line right there she she smelled like vegetable beef soup it's like homie i wouldn't go for that either man i mean i've met people that smell off. like beef vegetable soup oh, it's a fucking God. thing how does that happen is I it just is it, do it's they just usually eat? old people it's so. old people yeah old people typically so like, like a middle-aged to, woman i don't know they, they typically like to eat those really unctuous type of meats unctuous and everything. Meats. Yeah, just like a disgusting. <laughs> She's a klepto. Gravy. I still See, can't find my cat. No, my, my interpretation <laughs> of his ex smelling like soup is that she doesn't actually smell like soup. He was looking for a reason to end it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you that know, that's the. So, uh, that, but that's, but yeah. old people smell like soup. They do. Sorry. They do. Maybe he was going <laughs> after a cougar. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and, and like, for instance, with the cat, like his cat probably just ran away. <laughs> right, right, right. More than likely. She stole my heart and my cat. Meow. Meow. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I think, I think that's the line that, uh, that I originally learned, like, like you knew about this movie because you recognized the line. Yeah, no, we, one of us quoted it and then we like Facebook. did like that double take, like look at each other type thing. Like, wait, you? You like? <laughs> I was like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, no, that was great, and, I, and that that's why you know I was thinking about about doing this episode and, and having you on because you know like like I don't like see Bo hasn't seen this before, yeah. and if Robert was going to be on this episode, I doubt he's seen this before. And here we go. Here's the man. This Bill guy, fucking Hartman, Bill is in Hartman this movie. as John Vicky Johnson. Oh man, he he, he is steals, so fed up with everyone's shit. He steals the fucking movie, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Just in this little sequence, he 
he is just so deadpan. He is just so done with everybody's so, shit, like you said. He's like one of like three deadpan comedy actors that or comedians that show up in this movie. Yeah, isn't that kind of interesting that like <laughs> I mean they all have that deadpan delivery? Well, the way he walks, it's like big dick energy. Like, seriously, totally. the way he's like puffed his chest out. Like. And then he just gives one look to, to Charlie and he's, <laughs> and then, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, they both stop. He like, he just gl- stares daggers <laughs> at him. And then continues on with a story about the bitch who had her eyes gouged out and the prisoners taking turns pissing in the bitches <laughs> yeah, their cavities. That, this really, really graphic retelling of a... <laughs> Of a prison, he just goes assault. all out, and I love it. Just with that deadpan delivery, is 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 incredible. It's really sad what happened to Phil Hartman, man. A very very tragic yeah, incident. Jesus, yeah, um, if you know anything about it, I don't. He he was killed by his wife. Oh, murder suicide. I just heard about this last night. Yeah. Whoa. It, yeah, it was a very very just sudden and tragic oh. event. Yeah. Wow. And. Uh, Chick was a cocaine addict, and Andy get Andy Dick gave her cocaine. Yeah. Oh. In fact, there's there's a legend of I, I forget. I think it was John Lovitz. I think John Lovitz straight up fucking decked the fuck out of Andy Dick one time over it, like because he was like bragging about it. Jesus. Yeah. He. Yeah. No. Fuck Andy Dick. He is fuck a dick. He is a dick. And like not to a funny point anymore. I was so sad to learn like how fucked up of a person he really was because he was so funny. Yeah, but no, he he's n- not a good person. Mm, okay. No, no. Supposedly he's on, one of the only people who ever saw Marilyn Manson's groupie video. Oof. Oof. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Can we all just one, two, three? Oof. oof. Yeah. Wow. Oof this way there. to the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No kidding. But anyway. Um, I think something that's really notable about this movie is that, you know, we were talking about, you know, Phil Hartman and everything like, like, I feel like most of the supporting cast is far more interesting than the actual main characters in a way, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you have like Stephen Wright, you have, you have Stephen Wright, you have Charles Grodin, you have Phil Hartman. I mean, are, are we leaving anyone else out? I mean, I even think that Mike Myers as the as the dad even steals the show a little right, more. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. Like, like absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. The supporting characters. No, really he kill. that that character is the reason I watch this movie. Absolutely, almost always. <laughs> and it's the purest oh. it's the purest distillation of his whole you know Scottish character. <laughs> so I had this like headcanon that Mike Myers based the characters of his parents off of his real life mother and father. Although learning that they weren't really Scottish, but learning that maybe his dad is like, I have to believe that there's some part of that that's based in reality because it's he's it's too just, good at it. Yes. Pete <laughs> Pence. No. Yeah, no, he's too good at it. There's no way that those characters just came out of his ass. Absolutely not. So yeah. there's the over the top Michael Myers, char- Michael, My- Mike Myers character that's in this movie. And, um, the, you know, because his character is just kind of himself. Although his character is in and of itself a character, he's 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 actually kind of a, a goofy, charming guy. I mean, you kind of you you like him as you move along, and as he's like, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, she asks him like, "What do you find most att- uh, the tra- most attractive quality in a woman?" He's like, "You know, everyone says 
intelligence, but I'm going to have to go. Everyone says a good sense of humor, but I'm going to have to go with breast size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, he's got to be mostly this way in real life, or at least he used to be. You know, I'm sure as he's aged, you know, he's probably chilled out a little bit. But, like, I mean, I can't help but think that this is a glimpse into Mike Myers as a person. Yeah. A, a um, his bit. character. Not, I mean, obviously in general it is, but. Man, we need to bring Mike Myers back. I mean, we need to get another Austin Powers. That would be cool to do. Like, just do him as an older. And we are getting the Pentaveret next month. We right. actually yeah. time this perfectly. Now, I want to talk about that because that's just so random. I mean, if, if I would never have seen this movie, I heard about this Pentaveret shit, I would have been like, uh, what a what a? But it's like, I mean, it's kind of crazy that he's taking this, what's pretty much almost like a throwaway line, practically, and taking it and making it into this thing, like a six-episode miniseries. Like, that's out of that's out of this world, I think. But I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Ash, I forgot to watch that trailer. Oh, it's okay. It's I a, forgot. It's a two-minute teaser. You'll just, uh, I would check it out because uh, it's actually... It doesn't really give you much of a glimpse into what's going on, but uh, Key is in it. Uh, you know, Keegan-Michael right, Key. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, Ken Jong from the, the Hangover movies. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then Mike Myers is playing like eight different characters, apparently. Because of course he will. I mean, as he does. As he Naturally. Does. Yeah. So, I, you know what's funny, though? I have heard some rumors regarding like his, like, apparently he's kind of an asshole, but it's few and far between and nothing that's like, offensive just he's just more like you know like he kind of wants things done a certain way in in the movie that he's in yeah yeah he's he's actually pretty like straightforward and serious about his acting even on his comedic movies it's it, it, it's admirable but i mean the thing is if you get labeled difficult to work with in hollywood like double so if you're a woman of course yeah you, you know you know <laughs> what you you know what that's that's that, true connotation is all it takes is one person to just be like you know you're difficult to work with and yeah and then they're, they're pretty much done for a little while i refuse to believe that mike myers is an asshole I refuse to believe it maybe he takes his work seriously that doesn't make him an asshole no. honestly yeah he's he's probably for all you know a really really stand-up guy outside of working on a on a on a film project you know Amen. He hasn't been involved in any major conspiracies. Right. I was going to yeah. say, like, I mean, we haven't heard about, you know, any sort of like Me Too or Pizzagate shit. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to assume he's an all right dude. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard him espouse any like hardcore political views or anything like nah. that. I mean, nah. What, what's yeah. funny is <laughs> we're watching his, his, you know, you just mentioned political views and his parents are these characters that are like all into conspiracy theories. His mom refers to the weekly world news as the paper. You know, his dad believes in the Pentaveret, which is what we're, you know, QAnon in the 90s. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty much QAnon. It's like, no, these people would be straight up QAnon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I love that his parents, like, at the end of the day, they even have a scene to show that they love each other and that they have this relationship, even though her yeah, mom... Yeah, it's cute. Is, even though his mom is totally trying to get laid totally. by his best friend. Totally. Oh, she's thirsty for Well, her. whose fault is that? Uh, <laughs> Who's asking for it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but can, can we also just say that Heed is the breakout, another breakout character here? He's the hero. He's the hero of this of this movie. The unsung hero. He yeah. Bunts. No. 
<laughs> so I, I had to dig it a little bit because I was always unclear what the relationship is. And we talked about this a little bit. He is actually his little brother. OK, yeah, I got you. OK, I always assumed that was the case. But, you know, in the credits, he's just credited as Heed. But no, that's just his nickname. He's William Heed McKenzie. I don't know. Given their relationship, I can totally see uh, their parents having a child. Right, I was going to say life. his mom's really horny. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they are both uh, at least probably in their 50s or 60s, right? And his and Stuart is oh, just yeah. so out of it that like it, it doesn't even matter like <laughs> he doesn't even realize like yeah. or maybe he does and that's why he says hmm maybe that's why he says <laughs> so many uh, make so many inc- insulting comments about this poor boy's head. Yeah, seriously. Oh man, he he lives lays into heed, man. Giant pillar. <laughs> He's going to cry on his giant pillow. He's going to cry on his giant pillow. <laughs> it's amazing. I swear that boy's head is the size of a orange on a toothpick. <laughs> and I love how he pronounces toothpick. It's toothpick. Toothpick. Yeah. Toothpick. <laughs> yeah, toothpick. Yeah. Actually, going back to my brother and the reason why I love this movie so much, when I told him I would be on the podcast, he sent me that quote and he spelled it toothpeck, P-E-C-K. Exactly. <laughs> I died for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the Scottish accent, I mean, it's pretty much become a Mike Myers uh, trademark, needless to say. I mean, well, look at Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard and also Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. I mean, this is also the early uh, Shrek voice, kind of. It, it, yeah, it really is. Well, and Shrek has kind of become this like cult thing now, too, with like the memes and like the really weird videos and shit. Like, oh, Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Right, right. Shrek is life. Oh, they're, they're, this I, is my swamp. I love <laughs> I love that there's just a series of videos about Shrek so is love. Shrek is sick. Love. I, I, I shared it on our local conservative uh, chat group. Oh, yeah. Did you oh, do? Yes. They, they were just like. Like, oh wow, didn't know that you Shrek were into this kind of weird. Shrek is life. You have a death wish, dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> okay, so the reason I don't fucks with that chat anymore is because I did legitimately get a threat with my ex-wife's address in it. Motherfuckers. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh, exactly. He sent me a uh-huh. direct message. And yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, we're not gonna talk about it. We're not it. gonna talk about it. We don't talk about that. We don't uh, we don't talk about that here. No. But nope. okay, center focus here is the relationship between Mike Myers and 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 Nancy Travis or Charlie and Harriet, right? Um, and, and I, what I like about this is that they obviously have like a this this attraction, this this kind of magnetism towards each other. Um, like I said, they otherwise, other than the central issue of her maybe being an axe murder, have a somewhat healthy relationship. You know, all things considered, how quickly they're moving. Hi, my name is Mike Myers. Perhaps you recognize me from my recent motion picture, Wayne's World. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. As you can see, I'm on the set of my new film in which I play a young fellow named Charlie who gets a little more than he bargained for. For example, there's suspense. Have you heard of this case? Mrs. X. She murders her husband's on her honeymoon, then she changes her identity and marries again. I never heard of it, so what? I think I'm dating Mrs. X. The Justice Department reports an alarming rise in the number of poisoning murders across the United States. It's a smart drink to improve your brain power. You like it, Charlie? Thank you, no. There's action. Charlie, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. She's a killer. Charlie, she is not a killer. And of course, there's plenty of 
romance. What do you look for in a girl you date? I know everyone always says sense of humor, but I'd really have to go with <laughs> breast size. You're lying on your side, totally asleep. I could just oh, stick a needle in you. So, as you can see, it has all the elements of a truly great motion picture. Oh, did I mention the axe murder? Hello, sweetheart. Missed me, darling? <laughs> <laughs> but there's always just that little sense of like he doesn't quite know at all times yeah and and that's explored throughout the movie and and i like how sometimes even she looks at the camera and there are points where you as the viewer can't you can you look at her and if you're thinking like yeah she looks like she's gonna kill him but like on a rewatch knowing that of course she's not the axe murderer you know you're like it makes sense yeah you yeah. know and she kind of she this actress was picked you know nancy travis did a great job of portraying you know there's this expression that looks like someone that could kill you or looks like someone that's just totally serious and yet she's also so adorable still. Still. I mean, honestly, she's actually very adorable. I've kind of got movie. beef with Nancy Travis. Really? The last man standing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> oh. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Oh, Tim yeah. Allen. Tim no, Allen. Tim that Allen. show. Oh, that's that sitcom. fucking show. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. She plays the wife. No, and no it's, kidding. Oh, damn it. It's, yeah, it's. No, I know it's like, oh. I know exactly which show you're talking about. That show is such cringe. Yeah, that kind of made me not lose respect for her, but I was just kind of like, eh. And I'm sure for her it was just a paycheck. I, I would like to think so. We uh, know I'm, it's not for Tim Allen. but No, no. <laughs> for Tim Allen, it's just, you know, his political views. That's it's all a, it really is. It's like a eh. pissing contest. Yeah, no wonder they're replacing him with uh, Chris uh, Chris Evans in the, in the new Santa movie. Claus. In yeah. the oh, really? Santa Claus? What are you talking what? about? What? Lightyear. Lightyear? Oh, okay. Buzz Lightyear, motherfucker. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's why they hate Disney so much right now. No. No? No, it's other stuff. Oh. Lots of other stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I probably contributed. I keep seeing DeSantis and Disney getting mentioned together, and I'm, I'm, I don't look into it too much. It, my it's, health. it's a hell of a thing. Okay. I'm just going to say that. It's bullshit. <laughs> Next time I'm in self-destruct mode, I'll Google it. Yeah, no, no, don't don't Google it unless you just want your blood to boil. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about Phil Hartman, uh, and uh, we, we, have, we haven't talked about Charles Grodin yet, really, have we? Oh, he was great as the uh, dude in the car. Because, I mean... Commandeer driver. Yeah, Anthony LaPaglia, like, he's trying to commandeer the car, and he's just like, no. It's like, I know my rights. He's <laughs> like, I mean, he's just totally, like, giving him the runaround and shit. Just Because it's it's like, yeah, you're you're a policeman in another jurisdiction. You're trying to commandeer a car, which I'm pretty sure cops can't fucking do in real life. No. I'm fairly certain that they can't. And well, and not without, okay, well, and... I'm digging into my like professional experience here. Like yeah. if there were like active warrants and stuff out of like his jurisdiction, it would probably be a different story, but he was just going after his buddy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, I mean like there's, you know, there's a the whole due process to all of it. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No, no, not at all. You know what? All cops are bastard in, in, including, 
in, in, including Tony Giardino. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we talk about, uh, you know, LaPaglia's relationship with his uh, commanding officer in this movie? Because that's a whole little bit that comes up a few oh, times. In the oh, movie. my yeah. God. And the commanding yeah. officer, the guy that plays him. <laughs> help me out, y'all. Uh, help I, me out. I'm trying to remember who he is because I, I know he's been Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. No shit. Oh, my gosh. No and shit. He's... He's just, he's something else. I, in Little Miss Sunshine, we talked about this. The coked out grandpa. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. awesome. Seriously, I mean, there's just so many actors that come in here and just give their all, you know? It's just like, it, and, and it makes you just look at Mike Myers and it's just like, uh, these people are kind of acting circles around you, dude. Well, I, I like to think it's because of Mike Myers that they all kind of came together and made this amazing cult classic. Like, I think yeah. maybe there's a camaraderie there behind the scenes. Yeah, no, I mean, this definitely feels very much like a series of SNL skits. It's almost natural for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost it's almost kind of like, you know, the Adam Sandler movies. It's like it's all a group of it's friends. It's a love child. Yeah. Love child, love project. It's a love, love <laughs> child. Labor of love. A la- <laughs> labor of love. It is That's a love child. Is. The love child. Totally. <laughs> it's totally a love child. But yeah, no, like the movie definitely does feel like a series of SNL skits that have just are just woven together into a plot sometimes, you know. It's got these just these hilarious bits that don't even really over sometimes add to the overall arching plot. Honestly, just the parents alone feel like they could be an SNL skit. Just just entirely. And you know what? I feel like it's possible that they are. And really? I mean, maybe we just don't know. I mean, I've I remember watching a lot of Mike Myers on SNL back in the day. Like Fair he, he had some pretty classic characters. Yeah. You know, he had Dieter. He had uh, the the Jewish lady that that had the gossip <laughs> talk show. <laughs> or I like the guy at the deli that's just so extra, or the the meat market that he's just like, it was like, I just want a quarter inch steak, no more, no less. I'm next. I'm next. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> like and, and then or that one extra that's in the wedding scene that's just some like bald like dude in like a gray suit i'd never actually paid attention to this dude before but he's just going at it that that motherfucker is white as hell oh he's a he's almost <laughs> totally soy bomb dude he's like straight up soy bomb it's like amazing he's just like he's just getting it wait what is soy bomb that was uh okay on, on the grammys about like 20 or 30 years ago oh yeah it was at oh. the grammys bob dylan was uh, doing a uh, performance i feel like i should know this and this one dude came up there without a shirt, and he had the word soy bomb uh, <laughs> on his chest, and he just started dancing to this. To Bob Dylan. To Bob Dylan, yeah. He, he That's fucking this. dope. Bob Dylan and his band, they were professionals. They just kept playing. I mean, Bob Dylan just kind of yeah. looked at him and just kept playing. I love that. It's amazing, right? Oh, my God. I'm totally going to look that up when I get home. Yeah, I, I watched that clip with you actually. I remember yeah. now that now that you mentioned it, Soybong. Yeah, and that, that, was, that and that was the same Grammys that uh, Old Dirty Bastard came up and did his immortal Wu Tang. No, for the show. that was the same show. Oh he did my that. god! <laughs> Which ODB is like a legend, one of the greatest Americans. To Baby, ever I got live. your money. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, one of the greatest Americans to ever live. You want to look pretty though in my video. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Showing showing up to the welfare office in a limousine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking legend oh yeah yeah there there are a lot of comedy legends here um you know we talked about chris groden and also uh i think we mentioned Stephen wright the guy on the couch himself yeah the in, guy in the couch himself yeah playing the and pilot <laughs> as the pilot is just he, he's just so nonchalant about everything he's like oh yeah i mean i've never done this at night <laughs> is it, have you done this before oh a thousand times 
This is my first time doing it at night, though. It's like, yeah, that's some important forget fucking about information. <laughs> God damn it. And then he fucking falls asleep. At one yeah. point, it's like, oh my god! So you see, here's the other comedian who makes a cameo known for his deadpan performances exactly. in this movie. Exactly, <laughs> it, it, it's it's so weird. It's just, it's like a fucking theme, you know, in in this movie, kind of. And who else? Uh, we have Michael Richards, who's the That's insensitive right. man. Michael Richards, <laughs> which is kind of ironic if you know what happened with him, the controversy that happened with him. Oh no. Oh, yes, that controversy. I don't know. You don't know? No. Oh, he said the N-word quite a few times. Oh, no. Oh, no. He pulled a Joe Rogan? He pulled a Joe Rogan. Oh, no. Yeah, at a a table full of black people. Oh. Oh. Yeah, at at the comedy club. Oh, okay. At the comedy store. Yeah, Yeah, that's Did his ass get beat? No. Believe it or not, No. (laughs) But he did did get raked. (laughs) He did get raked over it, though. Completely oh. raked through the coals over Oh, it. I thought you yeah. said raped. No, I was raped. like, oh, no, 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 I'm not gonna they, say went, they no. skipped the beating they and raked. just went straight to the rake. <laughs> no, they, 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 they raked him over the coals completely. Raked. No, no, he you was, should enunciate more, man. It's your podcast. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> you know I'm what? very I think sleepy it's the pop, right now. It's the pop filters too, isn't it? Probably the pop filters, yeah. The pop <laughs> filters are doing it. They kind of, what they do is they sort of, they, they pop out those peas. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, we're using Look, mics that have... Look, you don't have to keep convincing me. I believe that you meant raped and not raped. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, this is all staying in because it's fucking hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry if I'm being inappropriate. But, but no. yeah, my, yeah, Michael Richards is in this fucking movie, man. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm tripped out that that was Alan Arkin in this movie as well. And I'm not going to lie, for a second there, I didn't recognize Phil Hartman for a little bit until I listened to the voice like, oh, that's Troy McClure. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's <laughs> Phil Hartman. Damn. Okay, and this guy right here in this scene, yeah, the guy to the far right. Yeah. Isn't that... That's almost, it almost looks like Captain Lou he, Albano. I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> I want to say that he's in a couple of skits on Tim Robinson's sketch comedy show on Netflix, I Think You Should Leave. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's, a, there's this whole bit about this guy, Jamie Taco, and he's... In, oh <laughs> I, 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 seriously. Mike Haggerty? Mike Haggerty? Huh. Is okay. the obituary writer? Yeah. Yeah, he's the obituary writer. Mike Hagerty, yeah. Okay. Right he's on. known for his mustache and thick Chicago accent. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I, he's he's one of those uh, character actors that you see in a few movies, but you don't, you never really know his name. Yeah, okay. I yeah. can say that. Yeah, no, this movie is, is just full of those. It's like every single, like, every single character in this movie has something to deliver. Even, even some of the fucking extras, you know, just kind of, Steal a little, a little bit of, of screen space. I'm not gonna lie. I w- I'm kind of surprised that we didn't see Dana Carvey in this movie somewhere along right? the line. It's like you, you would think that he would have had. That's a little him cameo. in the background, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be that would be crazy if they just did that. He's just he a just background character. <laughs> who directed this? Thomas Schlame. What's he, he, what's he known for? I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I'm sure that you're uh, bringing up his filmography right now. Uh, known particularly for his collaborations with Aaron Sorkin. Oh, okay. West Wing, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, Sports oh, wow. Night in the American. So he's a TV guy. Yeah, yeah he, and that kind of shows a little bit in this movie, honestly. Yeah, okay. Some of the, like there are, like we said, there are the good, there's some cinematography that is actually you know, within the medium, but there's some shots here that look very TV 
Well, it just feels like a TV movie almost, you know, it, it really. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Like it I just does. It, it's not even a quality thing. It just it feels like a, a movie that you would watch rerun on TV maybe, as it often probably was. <laughs> maybe it's just the film stock they used or something like I, I'm not really sure. But yeah, it just has that quality. No, too. it was the 90s. It was just the 90s. It was the 90s. <laughs> it was the fog. of the 90s. I, heard the, <laughs> I heard that the TV edit cuts out the bitch part, but not the pissing in the ocular cavities part. What the fuck? <laughs> why, why would they do that? Well, and earlier you were bringing up a weird edit, um, like when it pans from the shower to him walking down the stairs yeah. and she's on the couch. Yeah. I don't remember that edit that being weird when we watched it on my Hulu. Huh. Sorry, is that a dirty word here? So No, no, <laughs> not at all. We so stream a lot of the stuff we Right, well, and we're watching it on DVD right now, so I think maybe we might be watching a slightly different version. It That's might true. Be. Yeah. I, the, I don't know. This is the copy that my parents have had for years, so uh, I don't know how old this copy so is. So it's probably more than likely the original pressing. Well, and the copy that I've got that's not on Hulu is on VHS, but I haven't yeah. watched it on VHS in, like, forever. Oh, that would be oh, awesome. That yeah, no, I meant to bring y'all some VHS, you, Yeah, I have a VHS player right here that works. Yeah, Magic School Bus. Yeah, god damn it. Oh. <laughs> I, I have a box of VHS tapes over there that's People just give them to interesting me. Stuff. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to give up my VHS. Oh, no, I don't. No, I'm not asking. No, I'm just saying I have a lot. A lot of VHS? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hello. Hello. I will say that that's kind of annoying, honestly. Every time he hello. said that, I'm like, hello. <laughs> Every time he said that, it's like Michael Myers, no. High five. Yeah, yeah, y'all high five. Yeah, we're here. just going to annoy you with that then. God damn it. Hello. Oh, God. Uh, he do does sort of make that a shtick. Is that a Mike Myers thing? Is that a thing he's ever done before, or is that just this movie? I think it's just this movie. Well, I think he has different versions of it for different characters. Like, with okay. Austin Powers, it's, yeah, baby. Okay, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I think that's something that this movie really kind of shows, is that, you know, Mike Myers, he kind of is very derivative of himself, isn't he? In right. a lot of his movies. Right, right. Very well, derivative of well, himself. Well, have we ever, has he ever done anything serious, ever? He he was actually in Inglorious Bastards. But that's not that's serious. Not serious. That's not a that's serious not one. Serious. No, he was in. <laughs> I think he was in a recent movie. Wasn't he in Licorice Pizza? Oh, I wasn't he in that? that. I, I want to say that he was uh, in Licorice Pizza recently. Yeah, he he was the uh, he was the uh, crazy guy in the movie. I don't. I haven't seen it, so I don't know what role he. You plays. know what? I think you're right. That might be Mike Myers. I think you're right. I think he plays like a creepy. He plays like a creepy like drug dealer or something. Something like that. Something yeah. Like that. I mean, I'm not really sure. It's a Paul Tom. It, not Paul Thomas. It's a. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Wait, what was it? It's a uh, Licorice Pizza. Oh, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that came out recently. It's got. Uh, uh, I don't see it in his filmography. Huh. But he was in Space Jam. Uh, uh, oh, because they fucking corporate bullshit. They had him in as as. As Austin Powers and Doctor Evil, and I hate that actually. Oh, what the fuck? And what? Oh, really? Did he fucking reprise his roles for that movie? Yeah, and for they bought it. You know, like oh they paid God. all these actors to come in and stand there, and just that whole thing reeks of corporatism. <laughs> I know, I know. And you know, I can kind of get why everybody was like, "Why won't you have Pepe Le Pew in here when oh. you have the fucking guys from A Clockwork Orange in this fucking uh. movie?" It's like. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, he was the manager, yeah, was. right? The yeah, producer? Yeah. He, he plays an asshole character. I remember. But I, still not serious. Yeah. No, not quite. I saw that movie, though, uh, in theaters. And I remember seeing I was like, what? holy shit, it's Mike Myers. What's he doing here? Well, and even like his like relatively serious roles, he's in heavy costume and shit. And yeah. he's totally, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you don't just get Mike Myers being serious. Yeah, that's true. It, it would be interesting to see if he hooked up with like a really serious director, like maybe, uh, you know, like Paul Thomas Anderson or, you know, it would be kind of interesting to see what he... I want to see him in an Ari Aster movie. That would be fucking <laughs> cool, honestly. Right? Isn't he about to make a comedy or something? That's going to yeah. be his next movie? So maybe you could cast someone like Mike Myers? Get him on the phone. Yeah, get exactly. Phone. Yeah, get, get him on the phone. Get Ari Aster Seriously, on the phone. Seriously, we need more Mike Myers. Yeah, I, I would love to see him take a turn in a horror movie or something like that. I mean, that would actually be <laughs> Mike, pretty, Michael Myers or Mike Myers as Michael Myers. Oh, oh. No, how would that work? Oh, no, bring Mike Myers into the next uh, Halloween ends. Just bring him into <laughs> Halloween ends. You know what's funny is he could be in there and he's just in the mask the whole time, so you don't know. You never know it's Mike Myers until like later on. They when the credits roll. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, it is interesting to think of what uh, the possibilities are for Mike Myers going on going from here. You know, I mean the the Pentaveret, that does look like an interesting series. So fucking weird that that's happening right now because I've never heard anybody talk about this I movie. I think that'll jumpstart his comeback. You think so? Absolutely. And you know what I think it's also going to do? It's going to draw a lot of attention to So I Married an Axe Murderer. That's true. Hey, bro. Yeah. You know what happened? What? I think. I think one time we mentioned that we were going to do So I Married an Axe Murderer. Somebody heard that episode. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody who had a little bit of pull at Netflix. And they, and they say, get Mike Myers on the horn. Head cannon. It happened. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome, world. Collateral cinema. Yep, we're 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 the guilty party. Who here in White Trash Hickville, USA has pull at fucking Netflix? Who knows? I would love to meet them and shake their hand and hey. be like, I don't know why you're here, but it's awesome. Hold <laughs> up. We have we have viewers we have listeners from all over the world. So Oh listen okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I didn't even think about that. I thought you meant like in person. Oh, yeah, we, we have lots of people listening to us all right. over the place. Well, listener, whoever you are, you're cool. We were really popular in Turkey for a while, <laughs> <laughs> randomly. In Turkey? In Turkey, yeah. Somebody probably viewed it on a VPN. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd imagine so. so. Probably probably just listened to us on a VPN. That's that's probably the most that's right. likely Fuck scenario. You. Fuck you, Erdogan. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get that in there, didn't you? Exactly. Get that in there. Damn right. But Damn right. Uh, this movie does fall under the PG-13 Mantle, even though surprisingly there are actually two f bombs in the movie. There is, yeah, that's that's crazy. I thought that it was rated R. It's it's rated PG thirteen. Huh? No kidding. I have never understood. There's apparently like a sliding scale of like rating and f bombs. Yeah, supposedly, and and it's like that with like TV too. Supposedly, a PG thirteen, you can drop one f bomb. Maybe two. That's the rule is one, That's I thought. That's the rule. But maybe That's two is acceptable. Maybe fuck you and through. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Or, it could, so, or it could just be a, like a line that just slipped past everyone, you know. But I don't know. I consider this a family-friendly movie. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. I don't okay, know. Okay, not for uh, young kids, but you know. Well, that's not family-friendly, really. Oh. No. I, I watched it as a family, so... Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's just that's just your crazy family, dude. <laughs> we crazy. had a badass upbringing. That's why. Yeah, totally. Oof, I hope. <laughs> but yeah, no, I grew up watching this, and you know, it was just one of those movies that we could quote so many times. It became like an inside joke, actually, within my family. Well, what what are y'all's favorite quotes from this movie? Like, what do you think is the best quote from this movie? I gotta go for the the Colonel Sanders one. That's the one that gets me. Oh damn, <laughs> that is really because funny. he puts an addictive chemical 
and his chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly, smart ass. <laughs> For me, it's the fruits of the devil. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. truly evil. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's uh, anything involving uh, Anthony LaPaglia and Al- Alan Arkin, pretty Those much. Those are well, like, and she like smelled like soup. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, she smelled like soup. <laughs> you know, like, in, in, any of the stuff between Alan Arkin well, and Anthony LaPaglia. Yeah. And also, she stole my heart and my cat. That's true. That yeah, the beat, the beat poetry itself is actually pretty yeah. quotable. Even though he's literally doing the same fucking song over and over again, the same beat and everything, you know, literally the same. But Don't. I almost feel like those two sequences where he's doing the slam poetry, it's almost like the beginning of a new chapter in the movie. Chapter, for lack of better words. Yeah, it, um, it almost like breaks that. it up into segments. You're you're kind of right, yeah. It, like, it, yeah, that was done on purpose, I think. It it even kind of precedes the third act breakup and everything, right? You know? yeah, it's it's part of the third act breakup, right? Even. So, yeah, I can I think I can see that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So while it's the same, I can if you if you look at it from that perspective, it's yeah. you can appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I uh, <laughs> I just saw the the scene with Heat uh, just fucking going for the the glass of beer. <laughs> oh, he just went for it and started drinking it like nothing, man. It's like this kid is going places. What a Chad! He's the Chaddest Chad out of this. Can you blame movie. him though? No, like, no. With that family, <laughs> right? With that family, I think I would start drinking early as well. Fuck these idiots! I'm gonna drink this beer. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I'm gonna fucking drink these beer. I, it's like I don't have a chance in hell. He sticks his head up in front of the TV at one point, right after. Uh, uh, Mike Myers makes uh, a remark and he has like this like smirk on his face as he does it and you know that yeah. he did it out of spite. Totally. Oh no, yeah, he's gonna uh, because he's just like, no, fuck you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heed! Heed! Pants! No! no. <laughs> you know, that's funny because that's something like my parents have like taken up to do now is like, like what Orla when I was younger, I guess, is they would go, Heed! <laughs> that and Aziz lights. Aziz lights. Yeah, yeah. Those well, are, yeah, yeah. That's another previous episode right there. The Fifth Element. Check that one out, ladies and gentlemen. Another very quotable movie. Very quotable movie. Multipass. Yeah. Multipass. Yeah, but we went into all of that, of course. Yeah, we did on that episode. Yeah. But yes, so I married an axe murderer. Is um, yeah, it, it's honestly a classic for me. It's a movie that. I mean, I can see where from like a, a critical standpoint, it may not hold up as well. But for me, it holds up just as well as it did when I was young, because it, it just kind of has um, a, a, there's a lot of nostalgia. What in do it. you mean when you say from a critical standpoint? Um, I would say like like if you're looking at it purely as like somebody who's watching this for the first time, you know, given uh, the given the the story writing and, you know, I, I, I don't feel like it holds up, you know, quality storytelling as like, you know, like a Tarantino or a Scorsese film or anything. Well, I mean, you're comparing apples to oranges. Right. There, that's right? yeah. Right. That's what I was going to say. I, I have to wholeheartedly I mean, disagree with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's just me kind of playing devil's advocate and saying, like, I can hear like. Oh, now I you're can, backtracking. OK. A little bit. <laughs> 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 kidding. <laughs> um, no, but like I. uh like I love this movie. I don't see it that way at all. Is 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 what I mean though. Is like, it's something that that for me is just perfect, exactly the way that it is. It's it's not bad, honestly. I mean, I I can see how it became a cult. 
movie. I mean, it just, it kind of, it checks all those parts. I mean, it's it's so offbeat in the way that it approaches the whole rom com formula, and then it has all those great performances by by the supporting cast and everything. Okay, and I mean the the leopard print bagpipes. Come on, amazing! <laughs> you want my boy? <laughs> that, that that is a funny that's a funny joke too. Rob having Stewart. He's playing some Rod Stewart with the bagpipes, <laughs> and everybody's just having the blast, drinking and and dancing. Oh, here we go! And see, and see, uh, Charlie's mom is just getting it on, practically assaulting him. Jesus, Jesus! No, that's not practically. No, no, no she's she legit assaulting him. She's legitimately assaulting him. Yeah. Hey, this Straight movie's up. perfect the way it is. The '90s. Just kidding. <laughs> totally '90s shit right there. I literally just said that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of deeply offensive humor here as far no. as you know like you know like there's maybe that whole thing where the alan arkin uses all those uh, italian slurs but i mean that's kind of meant to be facetious honestly it's just right because well, the next scene is just like hey you did good and everything yeah that's what i'm talking about it's tongue-in-cheek even Very references tongue -in -cheek. them being ethnic slurs so yeah it's like did i use too many ethnic okay. slurs <laughs> like but that's that's about the most off color as that gets See, and it's okay because we call Robert Guido all the time. Oh, yes, because he's a total Italian. Wait, <laughs> is he really? No. No, he's. Oh. he thinks he is, though. He's an Italian stallion in his own mind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good to no, know. No, it, just it, kidding. It, it's pretty much just an end joke with us. Wow. It's he's also the, the Guru Pishka. Oh, it's like no. his last name is Ordecon. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> that next season we're actually going to do another Mike Myers movie, but a bad one. Uh huh. You know which one? Oh, I, love I know. You didn't yeah. even have to say it. I know. With a gu Guru Pitka, Pitka, oh, I think man. it was a Guru Pitka. Guru that, Pitka. Yeah, it's like yeah, that movie never needed to happen. No, <laughs> it never needed to happen ever. Oh, we never. gotta check off the bad movie checklists. Yeah, so, you definitely. Know. Yeah, so that that no, definitely fits. It, it. And it's something yeah. that we ended up referencing for some reason in our in inside jokes. We're like Marishka Hargate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we tell each other Mariska Hargate all the time because it's the only funny joke in that entire Mariska movie. Mariska Hagadishka. And he says it to Mariska Hargate, and it's... Hey, have y'all done The Room yet? Of course. Yeah, of course we have. Oh, my God, come on. Of course come on, we have. I mean, we, we might have to do a Redux episode very soon. For honestly. our 100th that episode, that's the plan, and that, yeah. you're welcome on. Definitely. I'm good. Oh, come on now. <laughs> what, you don't like The Room? I've watched it once, and it was painful. See, That's heresy on this podcast. No, no. See that this is the uh, this I'm about is to get legend. tarred and feathered, y'all. No, no. Uh, the room is is legend here. Tom, Tommy Wiseau is like. Oh, I know. Greatest. I'm looking at a fucking headshot of him right now with an autograph <laughs> on my head. Literally, Tommy Wiseau is the patron saint of this podcast. Do we know how old he is or anything yet? Do we actually um, know? He is timeless. He okay. he, he just uh, appeared <laughs> he, from the okay. ether and <laughs> yeah, that's actually room. true. I have a he, cat that I kind of feel that way about. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he, he just kind of appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> well, or? like, yeah, she. We just we don't know how old she is. No vet can tell me. She just is. She just she appeared. And she just appeared, and she's just there. Yeah, shout out to Priscilla if you're listening. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Uh, it's actually funny because you, uh, when we were watching this movie, I was, I was, I brought up the the San Francisco shots. And you were like, uh, the room did it better. <laughs> yeah, the room the room <laughs> captured San, San Francisco a little better, I think. Bullshit. Oh, come on now. But <laughs> I think they both have know. great San Francisco shots. They do. Totally. You know what else has great San Francisco shots? Is that the movie show, the movie show, the TV show, That's So Raven? I don't know oh, if y'all have ever seen it. Yeah, That's So Raven with Raven Simone. Yeah, great Mom. San Francisco shots. 
Yeah, one of the last great uh, Disney (laughs) (laughs) TV shows. Yeah. Did they brought it back, though, didn't they recently? Like, did they do like a Netflix series? No, I think they brought it back to Disney. Yeah, with Raven Simone as the mom this time. Yeah, she's a mom. Yep. I forget what I forget what it's called, but yeah. And, you know, Cory in the House is actually the best anime. Totally. (laughs) They made an anime. No, I think that, that no, no, it's that's a meme. It's a meme. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, we're bringing the memes up in here. Well, Anime memes of all yeah. things, guys. How how meme worthy? How meme worthy do you think? So I married an axe murderer is extremely meme worthy. In fact, I there has to be a shit posting group, uh, and I'm yeah. gonna find it. Yeah, there probably is. No, knowing Facebook and everything, or knowing Discord and whatnot, is like, yeah, there probably is somewhere. Yeah, I'm in some shit posting groups for some really obscure shit. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's a subreddit. It'd be worth it to look. You I know? don't know. I don't get on Reddit. I'm a I'm a voracious redditor. Oh, I, I know. There's a lot of good. Uh, a lot of the good memes come from Reddit, but I don't frequent it as much as I do Facebook shit. Oh, yeah, re- recently uh, Reddit did the r slash place thing. There was like this big digital canvas, and every all the subreddits got together and put pixels together, and made a, like pixel art, and it for like 48 hours, it was like live pixel art. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was actually pretty cool, and everybody's like, like they're like making like this part called the void and everything, and it's just just crazy ass artwork. It, it was really crazy. Like, like people were like posting different flags and everything, and then people were like all kinds of real crazy shit happened there. Most of the time, I love the internet. Yeah. Every now and then, I don't. Mostly because of shit Ash posts. But, oh yeah, but yeah. You you ruin the internet all the time. Yeah, me. I'm God like, why, why? <laughs> God damn it, man. Yeah, you know what you're doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think this movie is definitely very memeable, and I'm going to find some shit posts related to it, or I'm going to make them, and they're going to show up on the Collateral Media, yeah, fa- uh, <laughs> podcasts Facebook group, and on the Collateral Cinema Facebook page, and on our Twitter. Just just be be forewarned. The "So I Married an Ex Murderer" memes are coming. They are coming. As they surely are, as winter is coming, they're, they're upon us, and they're going to be weird and vulgar. Yeah, no kidding. They probably. were very vulgar. Yeah, knowing probably. Ash. Damn it, Ash. Pretty yeah. cringe, I'm sure. Yeah. No, they're gonna be based. Very definitely very <laughs> oh, based no. and not cringe and extremely red pilled. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I, was, I guess with that, let's go ahead and get, get into, into our final, final thoughts. Thoughts here, you know. <laughs> yeah. On, on that note, uh, Megan, what do you? What What are your final thoughts on So I Married an Axe Murderer? Well, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it still holds up, by the way, all of it. <laughs> um, you know, I... Oh, my gosh. This guy, the guy at the front desk, he plays one of my favorite characters in Grey's Anatomy, another side character that steals it. Oh, wow. He plays no Tom Karasik. I can't think of the actor's name. But, yeah, no. So, like we said, you know, about all the side characters and, you know, even even just the uh, the extras... You know, I mean, it just makes it such a good movie. And again, I think it's a labor of love for Mike Myers and who I'd like to think are a bunch of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, Greg German is the concierge. Oh, love okay. Him. Greg okay. German, that's his name. Awesome. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. So I Married an Next Murderer is, uh, it, it's a classic. It's a favorite for me. I've seen it so many times growing up. And, you know, it's just one of those movies that if, if you grew up with it, then it's something that is going to be kind of, um, I'm just going to say, in, in a lot of ways, it's integral to my own sense of humor, actually. Yeah. 
you know, because uh, of just kind of watching this movie and other movies growing up. So, so I married an ax murder is something that it's, it's like, if you grew up with it, if you've watched it before, if you saw it in the nineties, even um, it's something that you're probably really going to love. I don't know what it looks like from an outside point of view. I defer to Bo for that, but (laughs) (laughs) well, (laughs) I think that, as a movie, it's fine. I mean, I like that it subverts the tropes of rom-coms, as we stated before. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it has a great supporting cast, as we said before. But I think that, it, to me, it kind of shows Mike Myers' his weaknesses, kind of, more or less, you know? I mean, I kind of feel like his supporting cast kind of just acted circles around him. And to me, that's kind of a... It's kind of a thing that happens in a lot of his movies. Like, I kind of feel like some of the people in his movies are just kind of a little better than him, you know? But maybe that's why he has them there, and and that does kind of elevate him a little bit. I don't know. I feel like one of the performances that's better than Mike Myers is Mike Myers, though, in this movie. Right. That is true. Right. He he gives that performance (laughs) That's something to consider. That's true. And, And But what does that say about Mike Myers as a leading man, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's where I'm kind of coming from here. I think but it's a good thing. I think it speaks on his versatility. I mean, and, mm-hmm. I, and I see that. And I see that. But, I mean, there's certain aspects of Mike Myers that to me that's always been a little one note, though. That's well. just kind of the thing. A lot of his movies really kind of, it kind of shows that, even when they're his good movies. Like, like I love the Wayne's World movies. Like, right. those are both classics. We, we uh, Robert and I did a review of both movies on the director's cut. You know, but even then, there's certain times where it's just like, man, he's just been using this shit over and over and over again, even back then. You know, it it seems like a repeat of a lot of the same shtick to me. But I think he makes it work. Hey, can I give one last final thought? Sure. Go for it. Hey, Bubba, I love you. The biggest Mike Myers fan I know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. If that doesn't make it on, it's cool. But I figured I'd give it a no, shot. No, no, it's gonna it's gonna be on. There's not a whole lot I'm cutting from this, honestly. <laughs> cool. I'm I'm thinking yeah. of even leaving the burps in. You 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 burped. Yeah. Okay. I think it's in. It's part of the charm. It's part of the charm, it yeah. It's like sc- screw editing. <laughs> screw <laughs> the editing. Motherfucker. Damn the man, Damn save the, the man. empire. Yeah, I that's thought right. the veganism was supposed to fill you full of energy or something and make you more motivated. Well, that's kind of a lie, because, you know, for, that has nothing to do with motivation. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I mean, I, I say, yeah, it's definitely a fine movie. It's a good 90s throwback. You know, if, if you like that type of humor, if you like those type of movies, definitely pick it up. I, I, mean, I think it makes top ten for me. Maybe not top five, but top ten. Yeah. It, Same. And it's yeah. definitely a movie of its time. Like, if you just want a really good 90s nostalgia, you can put this on along with maybe like Empire Records or something Hell like that. Oh, yeah. Just, just, go, just go to town on the 90s nostalgia. So, yeah, th- those are my final thoughts. Very much ultimately. so. Ultimately. Hell yeah. Alrighty, well, uh, you can find Collateral Cinema wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, YouTube. You can also check us out on social media. We have a Twitter, Instagram, and a Facebook. Uh, we On Facebook, we have not only the Collateral Cinema Facebook page, but also uh, the Collateral Media Podcast group, where you can post memes and news related to movies and video games. That's not just for us, that's for y'all. We even fucks with TV and anime a little bit. 
Oh, yeah. So, you know, anything or podcast related. So feel free to share there and check out our Patreon. We have exclusive full length movie commentaries, I believe $1 and $5 tiers, right? Yes, $1 and $5 tiers. We mostly have full length uh, feature commentaries there. And I think in that's the. What I, that's what I just said, Bo. Okay, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Remember, I, I, I'm, I'm over here half asleep. So, you know. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, you're time. looking a little glazed over. Uh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, dude, same. <laughs> but, but yeah, check us out there on Patreon. And also, check us out on Good Pods. Like, on Good Pods is a great app for finding all kinds of indie podcasts. It's pretty much indie podcast oriented. So, check us out there. Follow us. Uh, like our episodes. And give us a listen there. It's it's really a good app, honestly. And, and, I, and I like them. I, I, I like their uh, support for podcasters. It's... It's really awesome. Check it out. Fuck yeah. And what are we doing next time on Collateral Cinema? Well, we're continuing the whole 90s bent. We're going to check out Sidekicks. Sidekicks. But before We're that probably is are going to be our 420 special, surely. I, I think it might happen after that. I'm not really sure. But yeah, we're doing Evil Bong for the... Uh, nice. Yeah, Evil Bong for the 420 special. Because, you know, we got to get back to Full Moon Features, man. I mean, those are classic horror movies as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I love the Full Moon Features catalog. And, and they, they've even retweeted some of our stuff before. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, after that, we may as well go ahead and announce, which we probably already have, but we're going to be doing finishing the season off with Rocky 2. Hell yeah, man. Rocky. We did Rocky like maybe two seasons ago, two mm-hmm. or three seasons ago. And, and it's time to move on to the next movie. And the next movie is pretty... Time cool. to move on. Yeah. Time to move on. Move on to the next one. And so then eventually we'll get to the Creed movies. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. Maybe we'll just keep moving forward. But yeah, we'll be doing Rocky 2. Next season, we're already thinking about what we're going to be talking about, what we're going to be doing. Um, so, and this that will include the Mike Myers starring movie, The Love Guru. Oh, God. On the collateral gaming side, uh, we are going to have our 420 special on GoldenEye, which we'll be playing on original hardware, Robert's Nintendo 64 is here for that. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, Before that comes out, we'll be doing our bad game review of the season on Anthem. So I actually got it as a Christmas present, and I was like, hey, thanks. I got the the bad game I want to review. (laughs) No, 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 no. But it was actually an awesome present. Like The the best thing you can give me is like a game I need for the podcast. Fuck yeah, thank you. So shout out to my sister's boyfriend for that. Right on. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to be doing Anthem, and then we'll be doing a collaboration uh, special between Collateral Gaming and Collateral Cinema with the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie. Quite possibly may do it on the gaming side as well and do a Sonic 2 if, you know, we'll kind of play it by ear. But Yeah, yeah. Supposedly that's uh, probably going to be uh, Jim Carrey's swan song for his career, supposedly. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Those are some big words. Yeah, it, it is. They they are, but Some I mean, that, it is kind of clickbaity though, because if you look at the actual quote, I think he was like, "I'm thinking about." I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. And honestly, I think that he... <laughs> we didn't even talk about this guy. Sorry to cut you off. Oh no! <laughs> Stay for a nightcap. <laughs> oh my god! He just runs. He's like, "Oh shit!" It's like when that couple looks at you from across the bar. Oh no! It's oh, never no. who you want to be polyamorous. That's polyamorous. Right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Chris Fleming, look him up. He's hilarious. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, okay. But yeah, anyway, um, that's what's coming up with Collateral Cinema. Anything else to add? Um, 
we should be getting back to filming Texas Sundown here very soon, so look for that. I don't know. I mean, Robert's not here to really talk about it that much. I can't. Can't. I won't. Gotta go talk to my agent. Talk to my agent. Talk to my kindergarten teacher. <laughs> okay, it'll work it out. That's his new one. <laughs> I'm getting the actor body. Damn it, Robert. <laughs> he actually texted me that today. Shut oh up. Oh, my God. <laughs> this motherfucker. Get over here, Robert. Um, but, yeah, we, uh... Yeah, this is devolving very quickly. It, it is. Um, Megan, it was very nice to have you on. I really hope that you come on again if there's anything in our upcoming library that interests you. Or actually, I think we we actually have planned something. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about a few things, and I love coming on. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, just let me know and plan out your Taco Bell accordingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we will. We, we will definitely do that. That's it, Bo's hungry ass. He's like, he's like, hey, should we go to Taco Bell? And I'm kind of like... Yeah, let's yeah. go. All right, we can make it there and back. <laughs> let's go to Taco Bell. It's like 30 minutes away. I'm My hungry ass is to blame, too, but... Oh, <laughs> I'll see on. you at four. <laughs> I said four-ish. Four-ish. Yeah, that's him. That was him. No, it's totally it. Ash's fault. That's like, Ash's 100%. fault. 100%. Ash's fault. Oh. 100%. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Bo Maddox. <laughs> and I'm Megan Price. Thanks again for having me back. For sure. And this was Collateral Cinema and Slav Ukraina. You guys not even going to talk about how I just totally cut off that conversation? And <laughs> no, we're not. But yeah, see you later. Fuck Putin, Slav Ukraina. Cinema is a collateral media podcast. All music and movie clips are owned by the respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.